If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Hello everyone and welcome into another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I'm your host, Patty Parlays. And joining me is always the tan man, the voice of God himself, Diz. Diz, welcome in, buddy. Thank you, Patty. I'm absolutely juiced for NHL playoffs. Watched a nice 30-minute YouTube video to get caught up, so I might as well just be a sharp at this point. Hoping the Panthers can uh, pull it off, get a, get a Stanley's Cup. It's certainly interesting. You, you uh, condensed 82 minutes of... Uh... Or 82 games of hockey season into 30 minutes. I, I hope it was uh, sufficient. Oh, I need to see, baby. Uh, Tyler might be joining us. He might not. We're kind of not sure. But uh, nonetheless, we'll go ahead and get this show started. Uh, Diz, he, since apparently he watched a 30-minute YouTube video, he is the hockey sharp of the group for now. So, uh Diz, you going to start us off with a little NHL hockey playoffs preview? Yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to go through all the first-round matchups, who I'm thinking, some upset alerts, um, and what I'm liking future-wise, okay? Yep. We'll start in the West because it's kind of the snoozer of the two. Um, Just the Eastern is kind of loaded, so we'll start with the West. Predators versus Avalanche, okay? This is this is the this is the odds on most lopsided matchup, okay? Yep. And I'm seeing a lot of value in the Predators here, okay? The Predators are three and one against the Avalanche in the regular season. Okay? So you're thinking, okay, maybe this might be close. I do not think the Predators are gonna win this series, but I like this going to six or seven games, which is really juicy value on FanDuel. I have not checked on DraftKings. But you're looking at two to one, three to one odds. If you want the Preds to win, it's at about four to one. Um, but I think this is I think this goes further than we think. If the Preds win, I'm not super shocked. I may throw a little cheddar on it just because the value is so good. So that is that first one. Then we got the Blues versus Wild. This is a very close series, one of the tighter series when it comes to odds. But I'm leaning the Blues simply because they dominate the power play and penalty kill percentage statistics. And as we know, Patty. Power play and penalty kill is very important in the playoffs. So yeah. I'm liking the Blues in that matchup. Okay. Then we got Calgary Flames versus the Dallas Stars. This is a goaltending battle here. Very low, very low scoring series, which is why I'm probably going to stay away. Don't know really, don't really know what to bet on here, but I'm leaning Calgary. They are heavily favored. Kind of just a series I'm going to stay away from all altogether. Okay. Last one in the West. We got the Edmonton Oilers against the LA Kings. Oilers have a massive advantage on power play and penalty kill percentage. That's my theme. I'm writing that out. Oilers are going to dominate this series, okay? Patty, what that means for the second round matchup in the West is that we have the Battle of Alberta, Calgary Flames versus Edmonton Oilers, one of the biggest rivalries in hockey. Last time these teams played, there were goalie fights. So, Let's make this happen. I'm hoping the Oilers win. I'm hoping Calgary wins, and I hope we see the goalies throw the gloves. Okay, so that's my West first-round prediction. We're moving over to the East. This is where it gets juicy. This is where a lot of the high-powered offenses come in. This is where a lot of my bets will be placed, okay? 
So one seed Panthers against the Washington Capitals. Panthers are an offensive juggernaut. They won the President's Trophy, 122 points, most in franchise history by 20 points. That's correct. You did not hear that wrong. There was only one other time in franchise history when the Panthers had 100 points in a season, and they had 122 this season. Okay? They're hot right now. Bobrovsky is hot in net. I think Panthers are going to roll in this series. And knock on wood, because if the Panthers lose to the Caps, I'm going to be very upset considering the regular season that we had. This is my favorite one of all of them. And favorite, not as a fan, but favorite as a better. The Maple Leafs versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. The, the Tampa Bay Lightning have won two straight Stanley Cups in a row. They're absolutely electric in the playoffs every single year. And they are underdogs in this series. Maple Leafs are better on paper. They have better statistics during the regular season. But I cannot pass up the Lightning as underdogs. I took them to win this series. Okay? Next matchup, we got the Carolina Hurricanes against the Boston Bruins. The Canes and the Bruins played three times in the regular season, and the Hurricanes outscored them 16-1. to This is a mismatch. The Hurricanes are 88% in penalty kill percentage. I just don't think Boston can win any games in the series. I like the Canes in a sweep, to be honest with you, Patty. Then we got Rangers versus Pens. This is the tightest series odds-wise. I'm leaning Rangers, though, because they got a better penalty kill percentage, and their defense is just overall better. So those are my first picks. I will say I'm really hoping the Maple Leafs beat the Lightning because the Panthers will lose to the Lightning in the second round. I've seen it too many times. But with that being said, you have to take the Lightning as dogs in the first round. Patty, any thoughts there? Yeah, I thought we were going to, like, discuss these series, but you just, like, went on a full-on, like, start to finish. You're you're talking about all of them. I have quite a bit to say. Uh, But first off, Tyler, Tyler, welcome in. Uh, thank you. Good to be here. My drink just exploded all over me right when you said that, so that's when my face turned to that. So, Big fan. Big fan. I know you're a big hockey guy, so I'm sure we'll get a lot of uh, insight from you. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, Banks with the knuckle puck. Uh, my Ducks, too. Yep. Pretty yep. Good, good pull. Good, good pull. Um, so, Diz, a couple things. Um, what What did you say about the Avalanche Predators? I said that the Predators won three of the four matchups in the regular season. And so do you think the Predators have a chance to keep this series close, I think is what you said? I do think they have a chance to keep it close. Um, I think Avalanche will prevail. They're actually the odds-on favorite right now to win the Stanley Cup over the Panthers, believe it or not. Yep. But it's because the Avs have done it in the playoffs before. So I think I think Avs sneak away and i know that's surprising for a lot of people i bet this goes six or seven games which is very juicy on FanDuel. the the avs were the odds on favorite i think at the beginning of the season as well so they've kind of been just like all the way through just been the team the go-to team but uh the thing that scares me about the predators is the predators starting goaltender is hurt currently uh i did see that they don't know when he will return their backup is not half the goalie that their starter is. So unless he comes back when they go back to Nashville, I'm worried this uh, series might be a quick one. I did see their starting Tendy was out. I think if their starting Tendy was playing, I would have them winning the series. Yeah, I could I could certainly see that. And Colorado has actually faltered of late in the season. Um, they've dropped quite a few in a row. So uh, 
I, I don't hate where your head's at. I just don't know if they don't, I don't know when their goalie's going to come back. And so if he doesn't come back, then I don't, I don't foresee the Predators putting up any kind of a roadblock for the, the abs. Got you. Uh, Tampa Bay, Toronto. Uh, a lot of people are on Tampa Bay tonight. I am one of them. But the thing that kind of worries me, so a lot of people are fading Toronto in these playoffs. Now, over the past six seasons, Toronto has made the playoffs, and I believe they've had a first-round exit in five of those six. Obviously, the Tampa Bay Lightning are two-time defending uh, Stanley Cup champions. So I think it's a very popular pick. That's the thing. That's the one thing that worries me is that it's such a popular pick for the Lightning to end up upsetting the Maple Leaves. That I am uh, concerned that it might be too much, uh, too much chalk, and the Maple Leaves are built different this year than they have been in years past. I would agree with that. Definitely something to like look out and know that Vegas is going to win heavy if if the Maple Leafs win the series. But I can't believe. That the line is what it is, Pat. I really can't. Even with all the public on the Lightning, you would think it would shift a little more than it has. That's all That's all I'm saying. And doesn't that worry you that Vegas knows something then? Yes, 100%. So, something to keep an but eye it's on. Also, it's also kind of an emotional hedge for me because I would, much rather, I would much rather play the Maple Leafs in the second round as a Panthers fan. 100%, 100%. 100%. Um, uh, the, I like the Rangers to uh, win their matchup against the Penguins, at least initially. Uh, Tristan Jari, the starting goaltender for the uh, Penguins, is out. He's probably out for the whole series. Uh, he broke his foot a couple weeks ago. He has not skated yet, so uh, I don't foresee him coming back. And so I think the, the Penguins might be in for a tough first-round matchup against the Rangers. Um, what other ones did we talk about? The uh, Oh, uh, what'd you say? Blues and Hurricanes? No, Bruins Hurricanes. Is Bruins the Hurricanes. Matchup. Sorry. So for the Bruins Hurricanes, I actually like the Bruins. Uh, again, Jeez. the starting goaltender for the Hurricanes is out. He is hurt. He is skating with the team. You would expect to see him back for game two or three. But at least tonight's game, I think the Bruins pull off the upset. What's the value there? Uh. Mm-hmm. Good question. Let's see. A uh, plus one hundred right now, so even money for the Hurric- or the Bruins on the road in Carolina. Doesn't seem like enough cheddar to me. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think cheddar exists in the NHL. Are playoffs. the Canes a team though, where they have two solid tendies? I mean, those are the teams no. you need to look out for in the playoffs. No, the Canes are not a team that have two solid, solid goaltenders. I believe his name is Ranta is going tonight for the Hurricanes, and uh, I believe he has a sub nine hundred save percentage, whereas both the starters or both the goalies for uh, the Bruins are looking at like ninety-one and a half save percentage. So uh, the Bruins have two goaltenders that are better than the backup for the Carolina Hurricanes. Now, if if Anderson for the Hurricanes comes back at some point in the series, then I could see it being a closer series and being a tough one for the uh, Bruins. But I think the Bruins take at least game one. Interesting. Interesting. And then I think the the Blues and the Wild might be the best series of the first round. Yeah, very tight odds-wise. 
Uh, both teams are extremely hot right now. Both teams have tremendous goaltenders. Um, so we, we will we will see in that one. But uh, other than that, I don't know that I have much else for these uh, these playoffs. I'm, I was gonna. I was just gonna add, Patty. I, can you hear me? I'm in the bubble. Yeah, we got you. All right, it's about to get choppy, and I apologize. I'll try to be quick. I'm looking at home dogs all playoffs. I'm looking at over five and a half. Obviously, tonight we don't have a lot of home dogs because all the favorites are at home game one. Right. So not a lot of home dogs tonight. So I don't have any picks tonight other than an over. But really, riding home dogs all playoffs. We're gonna see if it pays off. I'm juiced to get into it. I'm juiced to watch some hockey tonight. Absolutely. There's two. There's two seasons for the NHL. You got the regular season. You got the playoffs. Playoffs completely different season. Some of the most exciting hockey you can watch. If you're gonna get be a fan of the NHL, now's the time to do it. There's the bubble. There's the choppiness we were expecting. Said any better? Yep. Um, Diz, if you can manage to get like. Two sentences in. Do you want to get go ahead and give your dumbest dummy bets before you officially cut out? Yeah, you guys got me? Yep. Yeah. All right. I'm following Rankle. Okay, he said White Sox. I think they might have already lost. Nope. I'm not entirely sure. White Sox won. I got the Yankees tonight as well. White Sox won. That's a dub, and I announced that prior, so we're good. Yep. Okay, then I got Yankees money line tonight, and then – Bruins Canes over five and a half. Saw the five and a half number and jumped. Didn't even know the Canes starting Tindy was out. So I'm feeling real good about that one. I like it. Like it a lot. All right. Now we get into me and Tyler's territory a little bit more. The NBA playoffs. We have now moved on to the second round. Uh, so we'll talk about each of those series. We got the Celtics Bucks. Uh, this is the uh, so game one was yesterday. The Bucks won by 12. Now, uh, the Celtics shot a season-worst 33.3% from the field, and Giannis had a triple-double. Tyler, I think the Celtics are okay mm-hmm. here and will actually end up winning the series. How are you feeling after game one? I mean, the Celtics' two best players had just absolutely terrible games, and they were still in it up until, like, the third quarter. Um, it looked like basically the Bucks game plan was defend those two and defend the paint and just let everyone else take as many threes as they wanted. I mean, eventually that's going to come back to bite them. You can't win a series off that. Because, I mean, those people, like, people on that team can shoot. It's just, like I said within the first five minutes in a group text with some friends, I was like, I was like Celtics are in trouble. They look flat offensively today. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm not ready to say that they're going to win the series, but they're going to be a lot more competitive than that. That's a tough game to judge the series off of. Right. Well, and a season worst in the, in the playoffs, you know, that's that's abnormal. You won't, you probably won't see that kind of poor shooting again. And then Giannis, as great as a player as Giannis is, he doesn't usually get triple doubles. It just doesn't happen. So, I mean, I think everything was clicking for the Bucks. I don't think that uh, that happens again. I actually took this, and you can actually get the Celtics at plus 108 to win the series right now. So, some value there if you want it. Uh, I do want to say 
that was a Scott Foster officiated game. We okay. See, I didn't know that. That's another thing we've talked about. Scott Foster, you know, usually pretty one sided with his uh, officiating. Um, a lot of people don't like Scott Foster as an officiator, as an officiant, as a referee, if you will. <laughs> so the foul calls were fairly, you know, even twenty five on the Celtics, twenty one on the Bucks, but you know. Scott Foster has had a history of calling a lot of fouls on the Celtics. Correct. Correct. Um, 76ers versus the Heat. Game one is tonight. Uh, I love the Heat here, especially with Embiid not expecting to be playing until game three. Um, I posed this question to a couple coworkers. I didn't really get a response, but with Embiid out, how do we feel about Harden unders? And maybe Maxi or uh, Tobias Harris overs. And maybe even a Bam Adebayo over in points because who's going to guard Bam if Embiid's out? Thinking under because they're just going to try and lock down Harden? Or... Yeah, I, I think when the number one guy has to be, or the number two guy has to become number one, and there's a clear number one, no if ands ors about it you're gonna put jimmy butler on james harden and he's gonna lock him down so you don't think harden's gonna pop off more because he's got to do all the scoring i do not i i don't think he will be able to okay i'm kind of torn on that one i think he like he's just gonna have the pure volume to yeah Maybe mess with those unders and overs. The, the the only thing that would worry me with Harden's uh, line would be if he just is super aggressive and he's going to the line for an extra ten free throws that gets him over his you know over amount. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking is like you know, he's got the ball in his hands. He doesn't have it. He's going to be trying to do everything himself like his old Houston days without Chris Paul. Yeah, yeah, certainly, certainly could see that. Yep. But I was just—it was just something I thought about. You know, maybe a little player props action. If, if you're looking for an angle to bet on that game, you don't like to bet the either spread or anything like that. Well, have they adjusted his line up from what it would normally be since the beat is out? Honestly, I have no idea. I don't—I don't know what his line normally is, so I can't. Uh... Take it. See what we can get. He is at 24 and a half. I don't know where he would normally be at, but 24 and a half seems higher than what it, I would think it would normally be at. They have Maxi at 21 and a half, which seems kind of high as well. What's Tobias Harris is over at? 18 and a half. See, that to me seems like the better play almost, but... Going for the under? What? Or over on Tobias Harris. Over on Tobias Harris. Over on Tobias Harris. Uh, and then what's Bam's points at? 18 and a half. I would probably go over on that as well, especially with Lowry being out. Over on him, 23 and a half for Butler seems about the right spot. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to mess with Jimmy Butler's on that. Right. Where's Vic Oladipo's? <laughs> I don't think it'll be listed because I yeah, don't think he's going to he play. Not listed yet. Yeah, the most obscure ones you can get are George Niang and Paul Reed. It's both at 7.5. 
Dude, it is hilarious. So, I don't know if you've watched any of the 76ers in the playoffs, but uh, when Niang is in, dude's like buckets whenever he shoots, but he might be the biggest defensive liability I've ever seen. Now, this is, I'm just going to guess because it's, uh, it's a fairly unique name. This is the same George Niang that was on the Pacers back in the day, correct? I believe so. Not get on the court. Yes. That's tough. But they literally, it doesn't matter who has the ball. If Niang is on them, they pass that person the ball and just let them go to work. And it it, it was like layup dunks every single time. Like it was the most absurd thing I've ever seen. Sounds about right for him. Yeah. Oh, Diz, real quick update. It says that uh, the starting tender for the Predators is out games one and two. Oh, no. So, not great for your uh, Predators uh, to make this go six or seven. Never know. Nonetheless, um, moving on in the NBA playoffs, Mavericks versus Sun, game one is tonight. Um, I think Booker got some much-needed rest this weekend. Um, I think this series could be good, and I think it could go seven. But I, I do lean to the Suns winning tonight, but I don't know how I feel about the spread necessarily. Um, I, I think Luka could have himself a game, and they could keep it close, but I do think the Suns end up pulling it out. So are you thinking a little uh, favorites parlay on NBA just to get some? Just to get a little something? Possibly. If if you're looking to play both games and you're willing to play that juice, then yeah, I would think favorites parlay would probably be a good way to uh, go. You'd get minus 126 right now, money line. It's not bad. Not the worst. No, 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 no. I, Boys, I, I got to get off. I got to get off. Go Panthers. All right. Okay. See you, Diz. Take it easy. See you, Diz. Um, yeah, he was quick with it. He was quick trigger. Um. But I've 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 laid things that are more juice than minus one twenty six. So, uh, Warriors versus Grizzlies game one was yesterday. Warriors won despite Draymond Green being ejected. Tyler, did you see the cause of the ejection? Yeah, I mean, by the like, I get people being upset because it wasn't very hard, but by definition, it was the correct call. No, there was you know it states you know you can't have a wind up and contact to the head. He had wind up in contact to the head, and then he also grabbed his jersey and pulled him to the ground, which was, you know, completely unnecessary at that point, too. Like, I don't see why everyone's so up in arms about it. Like, it's by definition what the call should have been. Yeah, and I and I think, you know, a lot of people have the argument, oh, you know, it's the playoffs. You can't have that call decide a playoff game, which ultimately it didn't because the Warriors still ended up winning. Now, would the Warriors have covered the five and a half or whatever it was had he played the whole game? Maybe, but, um, you know, I, yeah, just because it's the playoffs doesn't mean you shouldn't get ejected for a stupid foul or, you know, anything like that. And if you're Draymond, like, did he, like, skip to the locker room afterwards or something? Like, Oh, not on, you didn't watch? I didn't, no, I didn't see it. I was golfing yesterday. He, like, made a lap around the court going, like, yeah. Like this before, or when he found out, because he found out he was getting ejected before, like the announcers did. So like he had like a full like 
30 second run around like hyping up the crowd like you know gave everyone daps and little like a little handshake line with every single teammate on his bench on his way to the locker room man you're you're I mean, flirting you're flirting with dangerous stuff here right like i don't get how that one doesn't get you in trouble yeah he's got to get fined for it i would think um because it's the playoffs they probably won't suspend him but i mean dude you got you got to be smarter than that can you add a tech to him for that? Like, you know, obviously it wouldn't, it wouldn't change the game, but I believe you still have your, you your know. Your limits, right? Yeah, as many techs as you get. Like I if, what the number is. If, if Luca, I think it's 16, I think. And I think Luca actually has 15. So if Luca, yeah, Luca's close. He's, he's flirting with it. So, um, certainly, certainly interesting, but, uh, the Warriors did end up winning. Yeah. But back to what you were saying, people being mad, saying, you know, you can't have that decide a game. But, like, you should also have, you know, as a player be thinking, hey, you know, I can't cost my team a game by doing something stupid like that. Like, 100%. No, you know, yes, it wasn't that hard, but there's still no need for you to wind up and smack somebody in the head. Just play sound basketball fundamentals. Like, I understand noisy baskets, but you got to be smarter than that, especially someone of Draymond's caliber who's been in the league for so many years, like, you know, relatively smart player, if you will. Like, you, you just got to be Draymond. better than that. Not even his caliber, someone of his reputation. Like, they're looking for you to do something dirty. Like, don't give him a reason to call it. Right, right. Certainly, certainly interesting. But uh, the Warriors did pull it out. Uh, the Grizzlies gave him all they could. Uh... What when did he get ejected? Was it like right before halftime? I want to say it was first shortly before, like in the first half. Okay, that's that's what I thought. I thought yeah, it was still in the remember. first half, but to see the Warriors still win that without him in the second half, you got to think the Warriors are going to end up winning this. It might take them five, six games, but I think I think the Warriors win this series. You think Jordan Poole can have a game like that? Every, you know, pretty much every game. I don't know about every game, but I think if it's not Poole, it'll be Steph, it'll be Clay Thompson. You know, they they have three people that have the caliber to have those games where they can carry the team to victory. Um, but again, I've been wrong before, <laughs> believe it or not. But uh, so with the spot we're in into the playoffs, right? We're in the we're in the second round. We're in the conference semifinals. There's eight teams left. I actually have four championship picks on the line. So I have the Suns at plus 600. I have the Warriors at plus 460. I have the Heat at plus 600. And I have the Celtics at plus 4,200. So obviously the Celtics are the ones I want to win. But if some way, somehow, those four teams win their second round series, then I'm guaranteed to make money no matter what happens the rest of the way. I mean, that'd be nice. And I'm with you. I hope the Seas win one as well. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we're all in agreement on the Celtics. We're going to become a big pro Celtics podcast here over the next few weeks. I'll let you borrow some gear. Perfect. As long as I don't jinx them, I can I can be a nasty jinx on occasion. But uh, got got to do what you got to do. Lakers didn't make the playoffs. Celtics did. It's icing on the cake from here on out. That's true. Very very true. All right, Tyler, let's talk about dumbest dummy picks. Uh, 
as Des mentioned, he's already won to know. He had the White Sox. That was a Rankle model play, so thanks, Rankle, for that. Um, and then he also had the Yankees, which is the other Rankle model pick of the day. Um, and then he had the over five and a half of the Bruins and the Hurricanes. Now, before we move on to mine, I just want to let everyone know I did win the month of April. So, well, technically, technically Tyler did by just abstaining from uh, submitting picks. So Diz, Diz can buy you dinner for one month. Or for one dinner. dinner <laughs> it's it's yeah. reoccurring. It's that's, it's for a full good. month. <laughs> We're starting to increase the price a little bit. Dang. Um, but I have one, two, three, four. Five. I have six dumbest dummy bets. I'm already one and one on the day. So I, I hit the Angels, White Sox, no run, second inning. And I lost the Cardinals' second-inning results. So I'm 1-1. One one. I'm going to be close to even, probably a little bit less, because the NRSIs are usually minus 120 or lower. So I'm probably a little slightly negative already. This is already slightly positive, so that hurts a little bit. But, hey, it's a long month of May. Long month of May. Uh, but the rest of my dumbest dummy bets, I have three NRSIs. I've got Diamondbacks, Marlins, Yankees, Blue Jays, and Braves, and Mets. And then I have a second inning result of the Tampa Bay Rays. All right, let's get into our group best bets. We finished the month of April down 6.02 units. It was it was kind of a hard one. We started out down, and then we tried to fight our way back, but we just couldn't get our way back to positive. But uh, I'm feeling good. It's May. We're gonna we're gonna bounce back here. Uh, so Tyler, what what kind of best bets are you? Uh, you liken do you got any let me do a little research while you pop off here king okay um to be honest i like the heat minus seven and a half i don't know if it's still at seven and a half i have to look it is still at seven and a half um i just think that the heat defensively are a better team than the 76ers are and i think without uh Embiid, they might struggle to score. Um, the Heat, I mean, the, the over-under in that game right now, Tyler's 208.5. That's I, what I'm doing my research on right now. I honestly think that for the 76ers to win that game, the total is going to have to be over because they're going to have to outscore the Heat. I just don't think they have it in them. Um, that is actually, I know it's splitting hairs, but that is actually like 0.3 over their combined averages. So then we would think it would be an underplay, right? Because right, no Embiid. Um, the Heat aren't 100% healthy, you know, Butler's kind of. Uh, Lowry's out. Um... Yeah, Butler's kind of, so, I mean. I would lean under here. Weren't you okay with that? I know you're an unders guy. Hell yeah, I'm okay with that. You can sign me up for that. So we'll go Heat, 76ers, under 208.5. Diz isn't here, so he doesn't matter right now. Um, How do you – I mean, I know you're not a baseball guy, but uh, how, how do you feel about riding with Rankle's model here? It's got the Yankees as a minus 118 favorite. In Yankees – or uh, ranks model's been pretty good to us thus far. It has, and the Yankees are one of the hottest teams in baseball right now. 
I'll say we ride it. All right, so I then don't we'll... know much about it. I don't know who's pitching or anything, but I believe in Rankle's model. If it makes you feel better, I did my own research outside of Rankle's model, and in my Hail Mary parlay today, I am taking the Yankees' first five money line. And generally speaking, the first five in the end game result usually pretty correlated. So um, I I do feel great about that one. Do do we dare venture into the NHL? Um, why not? Beginning of the month. I mean, why not try and go bold beginning of the month, get ourselves to a little lead, and then because as we go, I think the you know as we go on this month, playoffs are going to windle down. Less games are going to be going, so we're gonna, we're gonna have to stick to more baseball yeah. bets. <laughs> I think we want to get our bets in early if we can. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw two road dogs at you. And you tell me which one you like. So the first one is obviously the Boston Bruins plus 100 even money at the Carolina Hurricanes. As stated before, the Carolina Hurricanes are without their starting goaltender tonight. They are going with their backup. I want to I want to look to see what his official save percentage is on the season. Uh, real quick, so you can get plus money on the Bruins while the Hurricanes are missing their goalie. Correct. Their starting goalie. That I don't know much about hockey. But that seems too good to be true. Hey man, I mean, it. the 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 concern is the the Bruins in the three games that they've played against the Hurricanes this season have mm-hmm. scored a combined one goal. But and he been against this keeper. That's so. That's the question, right? Let's see if I can do some quick uh, quick research here. But the other one is the Tampa Bay Lightning, the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions, going into Toronto as, uh, and you know, that one's kind of a more popular pick. I don't know how I They're feel. Dogs. The the two-time defending champions are dogs going against a team that's been kicked out of the first round of the playoffs in five of their last six appearances. Well, I'm I'm with both of them. <laughs> I'll let you handle which one you think is a better move, but I personally on both of them. Right, right, and and in the hail mary parlay of the day, I have both of them, but I I think I go with the Bruins on this one. So to recap, for those following along, we are going Heat seventy sixers under two hundred eight point five, the New York Yankees money line, and the Boston Bruins money line. Money line. Let me put these in so we don't forget them. All right, Tyler, it's time for the Hail Mary parlay of the day. And the best part about this is the first two legs have already hit. So we're on our way to a nice little pot. Do you have a guess as to what the value is? It is, I believe, 12 legs. Uh, How many are hockey legs? Four of them. You don't get good value on hockey, correct? Well, tonight I actually do because I believe I took three money line underdogs. Hmm, let's go twelve hundred. Wow, you didn't look at the notes? No, dude, one dollar to win one thousand two hundred and two dollars and forty-five cents. <laughs> that might be a new personal record right there. 
That wow. is incredible. Wow. I've been off on those so much. That is astounding. Job well done, sir. If nothing else, that was madly impressive. Well, now I wish I would have actually gotten in on the bets. My, <laughs> my luck tonight. I wish I would have popped open those notes and gotten in on it. Oh, man. that That is good. But uh, anyways, these first two legs in the MLB have already hit. That's on me for not tweeting those out, putting those out. But uh, Cardinals' first five minus a half run versus the Royals. The Cardinals scored a run in the first inning of that game and ended up winning the game 1-0. to zero. So uh, good on us on that one. And then uh, Angels, White Sox, first five under four and a half. Like Diz said, the White Sox ended up winning that game. The final score of that game was four to zero. So I even had a few extra innings to work with, and that still hit. So we're off to a pretty pretty solid start. We've had some lucky things come our way so far. So let's uh, let's hope that train keeps rolling. So we got Diamondbacks, Marlins, first five under three and a half. Twins, first five money line versus the Orioles. Yankees, first five money line versus the Blue Jays. Mariners first five plus a half versus the Astros and Rays first five money line versus the Athletics. And then in the NBA, I took the Heat minus seven and a half versus 76ers. If you're like us, maybe you change your mind. Maybe you like the under there. Feel free to substitute the under in there and you'll probably get the same exact value. Um, and then in the NHL, I got Bruins money line versus Hurricanes, Lightning money line versus Maple Leaves, Blues money line versus the Wild, and Oilers money line versus the Kings. All right, Tyler, this is where I normally ask if we have anything else to talk about, but I actually have something that I want to talk about. Oh, dude. Did you hear the DeAndre Hopkins news? Uh, Yeah, he got or tested positive for a few different steroids and a low-grade amoeba tranquilizer. That's right. And so he is out for the first six games of the regular season. Bernice Hopkins. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Shout out Dodgeball. What a movie. Exactly. So my question for you is from a perspective of fantasy football. Mm-hmm. When he's healthy, when he's playing every single game, he's probably a top 10 wide receiver. Probably top five in fantasy. Top, top 10 was a stretch. Like I said, I didn't do a whole lot of research, didn't do a whole lot of looking. I was guaranteed he was a top 10 wide receiver. Where where do you value him now that he's out six games? We kind of had this with Michael Thomas last year, right? He had the surgery close to the start of the season. He was out for a good chunk. He ended up being out for like basically the whole season. But people had the same kind of thought about Michael Thomas. Where do you draft him? Where's the value at? Are you willing to take a first, second-round draft pick in your fantasy draft knowing that he is going to be out for six games at least? Well, most people's fantasy seasons are, what, 15 games? Yeah. Um, you know, that's... And and 15's probably not number. even the case. It's probably more like 12 no, or 11. playoffs. Right. That's including Super Bowl and everything. So, yeah. You know, 10, 11, 12 games. So, like, he's missing half your regular season. Yeah. Um, I think that's got to dip him down for the lower rounds. I mean, you know, when you get to those lower rounds, when you're not sure who the people really are. I think you take him there, but I don't think it's, you can't take him top five rounds at this point. I, I agree 100%. And I think it'll be interesting because I'm in a auction draft league. Mm-hmm. And so the values of these players really kind of go on a market basis and it's kind of tough to gauge yeah. how much it's worth. Someone, I guarantee you, someone in my league will pay like 30 bucks 
for him. And everyone's just going to laugh at this person because they just wasted, you know, more than a tenth of their allotted money on someone who's not going to play for half their season. That's tough. But do you think do you think the Cardinals knew this was coming and that's why they made the move for Hollywood Brown? Um, I think they're making that either way. Um, they had the lowest uh, – what was the stat? I know they were horrific last season once Hopkins went down with an injury. Yeah, they're wide re- – like, they had, like, the lowest amount of, like, catches for wide receivers or something for a bit. Yeah. Like, it was – they were – which is bad considering that going into the season, everyone thought they had the best wide receiver room in the league. Right. I so. mean, they've got a lot of speed now. Yep. With yeah. Hopkins on there. A lot of speed between just Brown, Rondale Moore, Andy Isabella, all burners. And then you got A.J. Green. <laughs> A.J. Green, yeah. They did get rid of Christian Kirk, but he didn't do a lot last year, honestly. No, he didn't. Uh, I mean, to warrant the money he got. No, no chance. Jacksonville severely overpaid for him. But uh... Um, uh, The other issue with that is Cardinals players always pop off your first six weeks. True. That is certainly They're true. They're always fantasy kings those first six weeks, and then boom, what was it? They were they made it to week seven this year, were looking amazing, and then just fell off a cliff. Yeah. I mean, I think early on last season, Kyler Murray was looking like a top yeah. three quarterback, like winning people games easily, and then he faltered at the end of the season. So, I mean, if... You know, if you're taking Hopkins and you're missing out on the portion of the season he normally dominates, because I mean, Kyler, norm- I mean, it, whether it be injury or people figuring out the scheme, Kyler tails off week seven. Yeah, it seems like week seven, week eight. So I wonder if we'll see the reverse in this season. If we will see him struggle early on because he doesn't have Hopkins, and then when Hopkins comes back, is he going to explode in the second half of the season? I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't want him on my team unless it's one of those filling out my bench picks. Right. I'm not I'm not going to pay a premium this year for Kyler Murray because Hopkins is going to be out for at least half of those games. Right. I'm with you there. Awesome. Well, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Anything uh, crazy happening? Any conspiracy theories? Anything like that? Uh, No. I wanted to bring up, I know we often say don't blindly follow the super boosts. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yep. Um, the Bleacher Report Super Boost tonight is James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, and Tobias Harris to each make two plus threes. They all average over two threes a game. Is that just this season or against? Uh... This season. I can try and pop it down to they are playing the Heat, correct? Yes. Oh, that was actually postseason. They were each averaging that. Let me pop it down to regular season. And against the Heat. And they are averaged. So got to scroll down to shooting. Um, It appears... Harden hasn't played against the Heat this season, magically, but the other two are still averaging 2.3 three-pointers per game and 2.0 for Harris. 
and that is with you know Embiid playing. So they will probably get a few more looks without him playing today. I don't think that's a bad super boost for. I believe it was plus two thirty. Let me go back. That's pretty juicy odds for yeah pl- boosted to plus two thirty. I think that's pretty juicy odds for something that they average. I think it's worth a little sprinkle. So um, I'm just looking at uh, Tobias Harris because he was the first one that I saw on here. Mm-hmm. Over over the full regular season, it says he averaged one point four threes per game. So you know, not crazy to say he would get two. He, over the last ten, he's averaging two point one. Over the last five, he's averaging two. And against Miami this season, he's averaging two, two threes. Right. Um, Miami ranks twenty second in three pointers allowed, but third in three point percentage allowed. So. It sounds like the the teams that play, yeah. Sorry, that's a cat. It sounds like uh, based off of that information, Miami they give up a lot of threes, but that's because that's what teams are shooting the most of. Right. So I I don't hate it for Tobias Harris. Let's see who else did we say? Uh, Maxi and Harden. Okay, so Maxi Maxi averaged one point eight, but Maxi is averaging two point nine over his last ten. So he's really seen an increase on that. He's averaged two over his last five and 2.3 against Miami. So mm-hmm. I, I would say Maxi checks that as well. And then Jimmy Harden. He hasn't played against the Heat, but he is averaging over two for the postseason. And I'm seeing his, you know, his role is obviously going to increase without mm-hmm. him being there tonight. I don't think Harden will see a shortage of shots for sure. He, he Harden averaging three against the Heat this season. Um, 2.3 over the full season, 1.8 over the last five, a little bit less than two, but it'll round up. You know, you would think I'm good with it. So, uh, let's see. What is that? Let's see. Boosts. All right. So plus two thirty. Oh yeah. That's what I was saying. Like it, I like the risk on that one for the odds you're getting and something that they're averaging in the playoffs and against this team, they're all pretty much averaging that. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm looking at the next one on there, Tyler Doncic and Chris Paul to combine for 20 assists. That's just a lot to me, man. It is. For, so for the odds you're getting, Luca averaged averaged 8.6 for the full season, eight against Phoenix, uh, 9.3 over his last 10, but 6.6 over his last five. So he's really seen a severe drop off in assists over the last five games. Mm-hmm. Uh, CP3. He averaged uh, 10.9, 11.6 over his last 10, 11.6 over his last five, and then 13 against Dallas this season. So you can see where the logic was for them to make that uh, to make that boost a thing. If you say, okay, Chris Paul's going to get 13, Luka's going to get eight, you hit the 20. But uh, I, I, it's playoff basketball. You got to assume there's not going to be as many open looks you know, better defense played. I don't actually like that one. I'm not a fan of that one. I just saw that, you know, like I said, I like to look up stats, at least check averages, just so I have some baseline to kind of see that. You know, I saw plus 230 was juicy for the, you know, the 3.1 and thought, hey, of all the of the four that are there, that's the one I know the most about. That's the one that seems most likely. I don't know anything about the NHL odds boost, so. So the one, the one I'm going to say you might take it might might be worth a sprinkle is that uh, Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid each score one plus goals. Um, plus they are the two leading goal scorers I believe in the NHL this season. 
they are very uh, important to these teams' success. I believe they will be fed the puck often, just just as a fact. Like you know, if you get those guys going, your team's going to go with them. So, um, what teams are they on? I believe Austin Matthews, just from the NHL <laughs> twenty twenty two, we play is a Maple Leaf. Yep, yep, or, uh, yep. Toronto Maple Leaf. Yep. And what team is Connor McDavid on? He is on the Edmonton Oilers. I was hoping one of them would be on the Bruins since we oh, said they're going up against a backup goalie. But that, yeah, no, unfortunately that is not the case. Uh, but still, these these guys are top tier. They're best of the best. If you're going to put money on anyone to score tonight, those two are good. And at plus 400, that, that seems like a pretty good value worth to take a shot on. I will take your advice put a little sprinkle on her. Love it. Absolutely love it. Look at that. Bet together, win together, baby. Yes, sir. You guys just saw our little process, too, of how we normally do research for some of these bets, even with the boosts. So, uh, you know, nice little uh, learning technique there on it, too. You know, we, we do it all. We, we give it all. Yes, sir. Alrighty. Well, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. Also, make sure you go to our YouTube. You can watch us live. You can uh, go to the YouTube.com, type in the search, type Sports Betting by Dummies. Look for the black and yellow logo. It should be the first one you see. You cannot miss it. Thank you again, everyone, for listening. We hope you have a nice, profitable start to your week, and we will see you all on Wednesday.